and we are live welcome to the heart and hope medicines podcast episode 17 one seven one seven one seven i got i got a solid one today all right let's hear a couple solid ones we're gonna go with new york knicks jeremy lynn lynn sanity that's number one that's all right that's that ain't no like all the fame or nothing like that he was going crazy then he was he was killing (laughs) but we got josh allen from the bills I don't know if y'all know who Josh Allen is, but you gonna go football? Yeah, Josh Allen was a dog this year. All right, <laughs> we let it slide. <laughs> you could have left that one alone. I would have just been comfortable with, with Lynn Sanity. My boy was going crazy. Was it for like a month, couple months. My boy was getting busy. Yeah. Um, but we gonna get straight to it. Straight to it. The episode. It's titled Sacrifice. So we're gonna be talking about sacrifice. Um when you when I say sacrifice, what's the first thing that you think of? Giving up what you want for what you need. I that's the first thing I think about. And also obviously naturally I think about Jesus. Facts. Um just based on what our belief systems are. Um, but definitely giving up what you want for what you need because a lot of times in life you got to sacrifice um like if you have a goal that is financially based you have to sacrifice going out with friends or buying the video game you want or buying the shoes or the clothes or whatever you want in order to save and stack up to get something that you genuinely need for your life like it, it may be a new car maybe putting a down payment on a home and maybe paying for a home paying a home off whatever the case may be it takes a little bit of sacrifice to get those things done so giving know what you want for what you need yes sir yeah so uh, that's pretty much in the line of what i think when it comes to sacrifice of course jesus um he made the ultimate sacrifice but just giving up just giving up something and the thing is you'll only give up something if you see the benefit of something you know you'll only sacrifice when it's worthy like you feel like it's worthy of the sacrifice like for sure for instance jesus felt like it was worthy to sacrifice his life for ours you know if we feel like it's worthy to sacrifice some sleep to play with our children you know sacrifice some sleep to go out with the wife and stuff like that so just seeing the benefit of the sacrifice you know um so i thought of uh First of all, our life is supposed to be sacrificial. Thanks. Um, it tells us to present pre- present our bodies. Can't even talk. Present our bodies as a living sacrifice. Yeah. Be wholly acceptable to to God. So, if we're supposed to present our bodies as a sacrifice, then a living sacrifice is a certain way that we have to live. It's a certain way that we have to um, keep ourselves. You know, it's a certain way that we have to maintain, whether it be spiritual, physical, all that. Like, all that ramped in, in one, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't just give God anything and be like, uh, here you go. You know, kind of remind me of Cain and Abel. You know, they both made a sacrifice, but one of, them, one of them was like, okay, this is, I see the benefit of this sacrifice. And right. I'm gonna give my the the the, the scraps. I'm gonna give the best. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's like because he chose to give the best, God rewarded him with his best. You know. And because yeah. because Cain chose to just give whatever, God was Mediocrity. like, you know, being average, chose to be average. You know, God yeah. was like, all right, well, you know, I'm gonna let you know what what you know. This ain't cool. You know. So. That's one story that I can think of, like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, any? Um, I got another one, but I'm gonna let you. You got any? You got any story? Maybe Bible reference that you can think of? Um, I think about Elijah and Elijah. So, in that story, uh, for those of us who don't know, um, Elisha and Elijah, two prophets in the Bible. Um, Elisha wanted. Um, what the anointing that Elijah had on his life 
and Elijah told Elisha how to get it. And before Elisha could actually go to follow Elijah, he had to do something that was that super important. He had to get all of his um, his oxen and his his cattle. He killed them and cook and gave them to the he killed them. Um, he gave them to the villagers that ate it. He broke down his uh darn, why can't I think of the, the name of this machine? Um it's not a machine really. Uh but it was made of wood. He broke it down and he burned it. Um mind you, all of this stuff that he had been he, he and his family had worked for and they had raised these oxen and they had um they had built these the the things that they used to till the grant the, the land with their own hands this stuff that they had you know put together over the course of the years and he had to burn that stuff he gave away he killed his oxen so basically he gave up everything he had in order to follow um elijah to receive the thing that he desired from elijah and when you think of stuff like that you i also it makes me think of um when the gentleman came to Jesus and he said, uh, what do I need to do to follow you? He said, give up everything that you have and come follow me. Uh, and the dude was skeptical. And it, it, it makes me think immediately like uh, it's so much easier to not sacrifice because it benefits you right now. But when you do sacrifice, it'll benefit you so much more later. Because, like I said earlier, if you if you sacrifice right now, I don't want to eat out. I'm going to just eat at home or I'm going to meal prep while I'm saving up for this house or for this car. Now, later on down the line, you won't have a, a won't, won't have rent to pay. You won't have a car note due because you've taken the time to sacrifice for what you need. So that's the those are the stories that come to my mind. Yeah, that's a fact, bro, because sacrifice to me is longevity like you thinking of the longevity yeah and i feel like a lot of the problem with why why people don't want to sacrifice now is because they thinking about now they're like you know i gotta give up this i know people (laughs) uh i know people that don't want to follow god because um they feel like they because they have to give up something man like for instance um one of my homies, and uh, he had said that he didn't, he want to, he said, yeah, you know, I would, you know, do the walk and, you know, whatever like that, but I, I don't think I'm going to stop smoking. Like, I don't want to stop smoking. And I didn't, like, I knew he said it kind of, like, without really knowing that, you know, when you give your life to God, God begin to change your taste buds. God begin to change certain things. So it's not necessarily that you go in there and be like, yep, I got to get rid of this. I got to get rid of that. It's like God begins to make you holy. Like God yeah. begins to take certain things away from you, certain things that that stop you from getting in his presence and things like that. Certain idols, he begins to take the idols now. And stuff like that. Yeah. So I know at that time, the reason why he said that is because he didn't see the benefit. He didn't exactly. feel like it was so much beneficial to follow God truly and to leave the idols behind. You know, exactly. I knew he said it ignorantly. And um, I was like, oh, you know, I was just, I was like, well, shoot. I had told him like, well, thing is when you you know really do this like god begin to change like i didn't go in it and be like oh yeah um i can't do this no more you know it was more so i need help i wasn't necessarily worried about all the other stuff i'm like i need yeah. i need god and then and, when you get in it it's like i don't even want to do it no more right you like what what do i need to do that for that right. like we was just me and my wife was just talking about uh uh we today um, we like my head is so sensitive to weed, like bro. Facts, I can literally peep that joint from three miles away. I'd be like, 
oh yeah, they, they smoke it. Like I, it's like I'm so sensitive to it, and it start to make my head kind of hurt. You know, mm-hmm. that's how I know that I smoked a ton of weed back in the day. Like that's yeah. how I know. Then I also know that's how much the Holy Spirit be. You know, like all right, living on the inside of you for sure. It's like all right, yeah, you the desire for this is no more. Not even yeah. close. Like I don't even be like, yeah, that it don't even smell good to me. Bro, that junk literally make my like that junk literally make my stomach turn. Like seriously, because the last time I I experienced it, which was some years ago, I felt like I was about to die. I ain't gonna hold you up. Smoky smoker. Yeah, I was sitting there. I was I was literally like Smoky. I was in Devo Pigeon Coop (laughs) in my mind, stuck, boy. But ever since that day, every time I smell weed, my stomach just turn, 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 and that's like it's like a constant reminder that. This is not a, uh, a avenue that you want to go down. So Facts. that, yeah, that's, that's for real. I, w- I was just thinking about that. But the thing is, you'll never sacrifice something if you don't see the benefit of like, if you don't see why you're doing it, what you're doing it for, like yeah. you're not willing to sacrifice unless you see it. So sometimes in our walk, as we think of like evangelism and stuff like that, I feel like sometimes the problem is we're not showing the benefit of God to people who don't know God. We're not truly showing the benefit of knowing Jesus. We not, we not bragging enough about knowing God, not bragging about ourselves or things. We not bragging enough about God. We're not making people feel like God is beneficial. Having God is beneficial. So that's like a check to to us, you know, like we we ain't doing enough. Yeah. People people be bragging about so much other stuff, but we got big G and we ain't bragging enough about him. Right. We got a whole relationship with God and we ain't bragging enough about him. We not putting them in the limelight enough, you know. In some so, instances people ain't bragging at all, which is facts. We got to like you said we definitely got to step our game up and it's making me think about um, my coworkers and stuff. Um, so my coworkers talk about all of the stuff that they, you know, they do outside of work. They drink, they smoke, whatever. Um, they go out, have fun. And I'm just thinking about myself in general. Like sometimes I get in this mode where I'm like, man, I ain't gotta, uh, I ain't gotta just say everything, Jesus, 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 all the time because. You know they see my life, and they and it's not like they don't, they can't tell that I'm different because they they can't. But sometimes you just well, not sometimes, all the time you need to be as just like you say, as braggadocious about God as they are about their sinful desires and their sinful nature. So I definitely agree with that, and make them feel the same yeah uncomfortable the same way that they make they can almost make you feel when they start talking about all that stuff you make them feel that same level of discomfort and that's a part of the that's a part of sacrifice too like because of that they may like you now when you when you kind of chilling and not saying too much about god or telling them how they need to change their lives but once you get to talking and saying what god what the holy spirit directs you to say they may not always like you. They may not always receive you. That's a sacrifice to go into a place that you go every single day and not be one of the people that's in the crowd or one of the people that everybody just loves. Because a part of sacrifice is you may not acceptance might be one of the things that you have to sacrifice in order to bring glory to the name of God of the Lord. So that's a fact, you know, sac- sacrificing your comfort zone, you know. Because a lot of times, I don't even think it, it's a lot of the time it's just being comfortable. You know why we don't share certain things, you know? Yeah. Because we, we stay in a, a comfort and we aren't willing to get out of that comfort zone, you know? From could be like the fear of uh, others' opinion or just the fact of, you know, not being, you know, or looked at different and things like that. But yeah. It's like, who do you do it for? You know, what's is you got to see the benefit in that. Like the way I look at it is 
if we reach one person, then we did our job. You feel me? If I only reach one person in the workplace that start to be like, yo, let me, you know, then I did my job. You feel me? Like, even if it don't necessarily, even if you don't see it, long as you are doing what you're supposed to do, then, you know, it's up to God to bring the increase, you know, water. Thanks. You plant it, water, you bring the increase. And, you know, you do what you're supposed to do and just stick to that. And I'll also look at it like this, like, we have to sacrifice, you know, like, you know, during the old times where they used to have to sacrifice, you know, for like them sinning and things like that, you Mm -hmm. know, they would have to do a burnt offering or different, different offerings and stuff like that. And they would literally um, kill an animal and burn the, the, the burn the flesh and bones and stuff like that. And it would like make a, a scent, release a scent. And stuff like that. But look at this beautiful time. We don't have to do that. Imagine how many animals we'd be slaughtering, bro. (laughs) Dang, I just tripped out. Let me put this on the the altar. You know, whatever like that. And so it's like, the thing is, God has already, Jesus has already made the sacrifice. So all we have to do is believe. All we have to do is repent. You know, and he has already done it. You right. know, he, he said, you know, you ain't got to go get a lamb. I am the lamb. And I did what I, I, I did the job. I finished it, you know, but it's just so, it's so beneficial, you know, now, you know, because I couldn't imagine trying to follow all those laws. And, and then if you don't, like you having to, all right, I got to cover, you know, and it yeah. was like, because God is so holy, you know, that he, he has to. He got to accept something in his place. Like, yeah. if you do wrong, it got to be some. He got to, some blood got to be shed. Yeah. And Jesus shed it for us. So, for all eternity. That's crazy. Our life is easy. Yeah. You know, our life is 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 easy. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just thinking about it. Like, I believe it's the book of Leviticus that goes down and, and talks about the details of each sacrifice that they were required to do and what they were required to do it for. And I'm just thinking about the details of sacrifice and how specific God is with, with sacrificing. And um, I'm a firm believer that the same level of detail that that God spoke to them about then, he'll speak to us about it now in terms of the things that he wants us to sacrifice for the betterment of our lives and for him to get for his life, for our lives, for him to get the glory out of our lives. Like, it's not just, and I'm just saying this for an example. It's not just um, don't watch movies. It's no, don't watch this specific kind of movie. Don't watch murder movies. Don't watch um, overly sexual movies. Don't watch movies where it's about fear. It's in, it's embedding fear into your into your spirit. Like it's God is specific about the things that He wants us to do, and <clears throat> we would be kind of naive to think that. You know, because God is the same today, yesterday and forevermore to naive to think that God will just give us this big generalized um, sacrifice for our own lives. When in reality, if the if he was just generalizing things, that would not make us the unique creatures that he created us to be, because everybody has issues. And a lot of times a lot of issues are unique to you could be very unique to you. So God will give you specific um, specific instructions on how to handle those things in your life. And it's not even just issues that you have. It's It may be something that God wants you to put in place in order for your life to, to, to go to the next level. You could be studying your word and praying and doing what you're supposed to do as it relates to the spiritual things. But God says, God may be saying to you, no, I want you to go even higher, even further, even deeper, which he often does say because God is a God of progression, which he also he often does say because he wants us to do better and to see better and to hear better and and to be fearless in the things that we do, fearless in our walk, fearless, fearless in in our thought processes, fearless in the things that we say. So a lot of times in order to get into those frame of minds, it takes a certain level of sacrifice so that God can impart more into us into our spirits so that's a fact and that's a perfect segue to fasting 
you know um <clears throat> the reason why we do we fast and i'm not talking about people that just fast i'm talking about we fasting for god you know right. to hear god and to uh just cleanse ourselves you know to to grow in our walk to realign ourselves you know i feel like a christian who don't fast is a, a christian who who is struggling in some area yeah it's a, a, a christian who like you have to fast like it, it's funny because it's literally like god like fast and prayer like i need you like it's 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 a requirement and i feel like a lot of times where we mess up is when we don't do it yeah we have to fast like we have to you know realign ourselves because sometimes we may not know that we out of alignment until we start fasting and realize that oh yeah that's jacked up like oh yeah you know we get our desires together when we start fasting. Once we start, uh, stop being self-pleasing because our natural, our natural, like our default self setting is to be self-pleasing. Like everybody can't tell me that they, they not selfish in a sense, like that they default self setting is not selfish. Like I'm, I'm a hundred percent positive. Your default setting is selfish. Like you be like me 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 me. Uh, what what can I do? This would make me feel good. What whatever like that. You thinking about me? So when you choose to fast, you choosing to all right. Yep, it's not about me. It's about him. Yeah. You know. And if I'm willing to sacrifice eating now, then I will be growing closer to him. You know. And if I'm willing to sacrifice eating eating um physically. It's now eat spiritually, then I'll get to a whole different level. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll get into really hearing God and really seeing God, you know. So we have to fast. Like we have to like, it's a requirement, you know, it's a requirement. And the thing was, so it's not that we do it. We do it for God. We don't sit here and be like, oh, yeah, hey, yo, bro, I'm fasting. Like. If you do it like that, then that that ain't you ain't doing it right. Yeah, and God ain't looking for attention. You like when when I fast, I'm not gonna let you know. Like Which I was, yeah, I, I was fasting last week, and I was I didn't be like, hey, yo, I'm fasting, whatever, like that. No, but the thing was, I did it. Was like got confirmation from God. I was like, all right, I'm doing it, whatever, like that. And through that. I was able to realign myself and then I was able to get focused on him. Then I also was able to see how much my flesh was in control, mm-hmm. you know, see like, oh, shoot, you know, like that hunger and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, well, the scripture, those who thirst and hunger after righteousness got real. I was like, oh, this is what you mean, because my hunger pain is is like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I'm I'm I want to eat so bad, but what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat physically or do you want to eat spiritually? Which one do you want to eat? Which one do which one is the most beneficial? You know, not saying that you just live a life of starving yourself. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying during that period, during that sacrifice, you got to sacrifice. You know, the thing in my experience when it comes to fasting is that. When I take my mind off the fasting, the fasting is become it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter, but the food becomes so much less important. Like I, I've experienced during fasting where I would fast and I would be so into my word, so into prayer that I would forget that I'm hungry. Facts. Because I'm filling up on the word and the things of God. Like it's crazy how um the spiritual things can affect the natural in such a profound way. Like I'm, I'm feeding myself the word and naturally I'm getting full. Like my hunger is has subsided because I've decided to focus on the word of God and renew my mind. Because ultimately when you're weak minded, fasting is, is going to be an impossible feat for you to complete 
Facts. You're gonna be cheating. Cheating like a mug. I just eat this one little piece of candy. Like I'm guilty. I've done it before, like a bunch of times. I remember as a as a teen when we used to have them 21 day fast. My mom used to have us fasting right along with everybody. We used to do one meal a day, second week soup and salad, third week juice and water. Week one, day one. By 12 o'clock, I had a piece of candy in my mouth every single time, but it's because I was weak-minded and I didn't I didn't actually understand the benefit of it. Yeah. So once you get older and you understand the benefit of it and you take the proper steps in order to maintain your mental focus, your mental drive, your tenacity for the act, the sacrifice of fasting, then it'll change. It'll change how you experience fasting. Because ultimately, fasting is supposed to be an experience because you're you're sacrificing yourself, giving of yourself in order to attain better relationship with the father. So it's supposed to be an experience. And once you once you change the way that you think and you're renewing your mind every day, and you, you just think differently about fasting. The experience will be totally different. It won't feel like a punishment. Facts that's that's really what it is like just getting the knowledge you know because of course you come into the walk and, and you don't really know what fasting is you may have heard it but you may have only heard it from like those uh people who just do it as a fitness thing or whatever like that Thanks. to lose weight and things like that and you we some of y'all christians y'all be tripping y'all be I'm fasting, but y'all really just be trying to lose weight. You know? <laughs> but, hey, man. but um real talk, like you gotta you you get you get information, you know, and as you get information and knowledge about fasting, then you get better at doing it. Yeah. You know, in general, if you get knowledge and information about, you know, why you need to sacrifice this and things like that then you get better like for instance there's health things that that you if you choose to it's like if you choose not to sacrifice that then you're cutting out on something else like if you choose to just live a wild life then you cutting down on your lifespan you cut down on certain things you know if you choose to eat undisciplined and 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 do all type of stuff you choose to not be disciplined then you are open up a can of everything else that comes after that well bobby you, Boucher, you open up a can of whooping only <laughs> <laughs> for your on your life no seriously though like, yeah it made me think about my pops because my my um my pops died when i was 13 years old he died of congestive heart failure mm -hmm. and he was a heavy he ate bad yeah. Um, the doctor told him years before it actually happened that if you do not change your eating habits, you will not live to see your first son, your oldest child graduate. Jeez. He he died two years before my oldest brother graduated. What was it 2005? Yep, two years before my oldest brother graduated because he wasn't willing to sacrifice his fleshly bodily desired or hunger for junk food or fast food, whatever the case may be, didn't want to sacrifice fried fried foods. Like it's just so many different aspects. Didn't want to go to the gym and sacrifice his time. Yeah. Um, it's just so many different things that came into play because he wanted that, that um, temporary um, appeasement of his flesh. Yeah. But he didn't he wasn't looking at he didn't have the foresight to even though the the revelation of death came into came to be sometimes it's because my dad was a he was a preacher so sometimes as christian we 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 carry this invincibility mindset like god is yeah. not gonna let that happen yeah but god called us to to be take people who take care of our temples he's not going to contradict his word because you haven't disciplined yourself enough to sacrifice those fatty foods, your time to work out. It just, it's, it's not going to happen. The revelation came, but you, he, he decided to ignore it. Facts. And we don't have them now. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot that goes into this sacrificing thing. And you, it's easy to just apply it to 
spiritual things, but there is a natural side of it as well. And we have to be as Christians, we have to be mindful of that too. Like we talk about, we talked about this a lot, um, a little bit last year. And we talked about how, you know, we shouldn't as Christians, we're not supposed to be five, four, 300 pounds. Like that ain't cool. That's not the type of temple that God wants to use. Will he use it? Absolutely. But does he want to use it? No, because he, how are we, we, the mindset that we're supposed to have is this is a temple for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We should be governing our temple as if something so precious resides on the inside of us because it does. The Holy Spirit is very precious and is key to our lives and we should be governing, governing ourselves accordingly. But we just think that because God, because God still decides to use us that we don't have to do it. And it's, it's not true. And that's a part of the sacrifices that we have to make as a people for in order for us to you know continue and progress and to grow in the proper manner so facts so even even that this reminds me of faith without works is dead so you can sit here i don't care how many times you you pray if you don't put no work in to to execute it to do what you're supposed to do you god god i pray that i lose this these five pounds god god (laughs) i just pray and you don't try to do nothing. You just eat and whatever. That's not gonna happen, man. Like it, like it. That's insanity. It's not gonna happen. You yeah. have to put the work behind it. You know, yeah. a lot of times we don't want to put the work behind it. I see people. They want what somebody has, and it don't even have to be like a a jealous thing. I'm talking about like. It could be a a good thing. Oh, I want this big house. Like it's the fact of I want I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be this, whatever, like that. But you're not willing to sacrifice anything to get there. How yeah. are you gonna get there if you're not willing to sacrifice? Like yeah. we we will never accomplish our true purpose and our goals if we don't sacrifice something. You can't just live however and think you're gonna get to greatness. Like, it was funny. I was talking to pastor the other day and he, he was saying, um, he basically was saying that you have to choose to be great. You know, you have to choose to be great. You know, you can't like, you can choose to be mediocre, you know, like every, you know, that's, that just comes like, for instance, me getting a C was just, that just comes like, I always yeah. stay by a uh, good C. Yeah, let's go. But I'm saying when you want to strive for greatness, then you have to sacrifice certain things. You got to sacrifice, oh, I can't hang out with you, or I can't do this, or I can't do that, if you want to be great. For instance, we talk about me and boxing currently. So I have a fight coming up, and I have to be a certain weight to to fight. You know, um, I I have to be like 132 pounds. I I weigh around... I fluctuate from 138 uh, to a little bit down, 136, 135, 138, all up there, right? So I have to sacrifice eating. I have to sacrifice certain, not necessary sacrifice eating, period, but sacrifice eating junk and things that add pounds to me because mm-hmm. the because I see the benefit in fighting. I see the benefit in, in working and training. Like if I choose to eat whatever and go train, it's going to be very hard on me. I'm not going to be able yeah. to push the way that I need to be pushed. I'm not going to be able to, when a coach say, all right, another round, I'll be like, uh, I don't have it. Yeah, uh, right. Like about to die afterwards because I chose to not do what I was supposed to do. So at the end of the day, if you choose not to sacrifice, then you're going to eat whatever you chose not to sacrifice. You're going to eat. You're going to eat what you did. If you chose not to, not to do it, then there's a there's a cause and effect for everything you right. know you gonna see that ah oh, dang i should have did it i should have did it i should have did it <laughs> you know not so let us not be the people that should have did it let us be the people that are willing to sacrifice so that we can see good fruit so we can see the fruits of our labor man yeah. let, let us see the fruits of our labor man yeah. so we 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 got to be willing to sacrifice, you know? Yeah. And it's, you say the fruits of our labor, like it's a lot of times we would, we would rather 
we would rather there be you get to a certain point and there be rotten fruit than for you to get the and it don't taste right you it don't the season doesn't come to fruition the way that it's supposed to like i think about it makes me think about um farming and you plant seeds but you don't do what's necessary for the the grapes let's just use grapes for instance to, for the grapes to grow properly so they they grow up and they look good for a couple of days and then they start curling over and turning brown and getting smushy because you didn't do what was necessary in terms of the watering and the nurturing of the plant for it to grow and, and develop because when it gets the proper nutrients it'll grow they'll grow to be like this big they'll be nice they'll be some of them are crunchy some of them are soft but they're soft in a way that isn't mushy and nasty but when you don't do it the way that it's supposed to they don't even get as big as it's supposed to they be like this big and they start turning brown after a couple of days and you can just touch them and then the juice will start running out it's because they weren't taken care of in the proper way so sometimes god will allow us to go through stuff like that where he'll allow us to to go to another stage not necessarily the season for you but another stage in order for you to see the error of your ways he'll let stuff come come into fruition just to show you that there is a better way to handle the season that you was just in. There's a better way to do it. But you have to incline your ears through sacrifice and prayer and in fasting and in reading the word in order to hear what it is that God is saying and as it relates to the direction that he's giving you for the next stage of your life. Because it makes me think about, I believe it was this guy, Smith Wigglesworth. Spence was talking about him on Facebook the other day, and I had heard this before about him turning down he never uh he never watched tv he didn't watch tv and um he didn't watch tv and he he never yielded himself to the spirit of the world by accepting whatever it is that was on the tv into his heart and that is a huge sacrifice especially in the time where everything is i don't know how it was for them back then i'm sure it was a little little different but it's a sacrifice nonetheless it might even be harder because tv as his during his time was new so Mm -hmm. if it's new you want to jump on it so it might have been a little harder in terms of the mindset because it's new you see the new thing you want to jump on it shiny right shiny new thing shiny when you think about moana but uh the shiny new thing and it makes you want to use it or or do it or be a part but he decided that his relationship with Christ was more important. His what he allowed into his spirit was more important. So that sacrifice was beneficial for him because now he's able to move in a way that not many before him were able to move in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just stuff like that that should open our eyes to the type of life that we need to lead as a people and as it relates to being doers and not just hearers of the word being a doer and not just hearer requires sacrifice like you can hear the word but nine times out of ten what you ten times out of ten what you hear is going to require more than what you've been given in the past few months or few weeks of your life it's going to require for you to step up in order for your life your spiritual life to take that step up so we just really have to be cognizant of that when we when we moving forward. Like, if we're not moving, if we're not going anywhere, if we're not developing, most of the time it's because we haven't been willing to to make the sacrifices that are necessary in order for us to grow. So, sacrifice is like super pivotal. It's super important for and you. We should never be content with where we are because, like I said earlier, God is not a god of stagnation. He's not a god of this is well enough. He is a God of let's keep going. Let's keep growing. Let's keep developing because we've never fully arrived. We've never fully made it. And that's the mindset that we have to walk in. So Yeah, because even it says, like I said, present your body as a, as a living sacrifice. Only so, yeah. so if you, it's like a constant presenting, you know, like you're constantly presenting your body. You know, yeah. that's like an everyday thing. So you're constantly having to sacrifice something to present, you know, yeah. your body, you know, whatever like that. So even thinking of that and then even like like you said, 
if you don't, if you choose not to sacrifice it, it's like it's 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 good and bad. Like it's gonna be a good and bad. Like if you choose not to do it, you either getting bad or good. Like right. ain't no in between. Is <laughs> it either bad or good? You choose not to do that sacrifice, and then you gonna it's a cause and effect. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like literally just realizing, okay, God, what do you need for me to sacrifice? Right. And I I feel like that's a question that Christians be scared of. Okay, God, what do you need for me to sacrifice? Oh, this? Not this, God. No, you sure not. You know, I want, I want the easy thing. The the easy thing, the thing that, you know, I can just drop, you yeah. know. Not the hard thing, the thing that just, you know, consuming a lot of my time and things like that. The fun thing, I want the thing that is easy. I want the easy route. A lot of times we don't want to go through the hard sacrifice, you know, because the hard sacrifice is the most beneficial. Yeah. You know, the the time where you truly sacrifice, that's the most beneficial time where you, you know, it's an easy even. OK, even you think about um the lady who gave the penny. Yeah. The um, so there were people who were rich and they were giving money. Right. So mm-hmm. their money, the money that they give was way more than her. But. It wasn't because that was all she had. Yeah. So her level of sacrifice was totally different than their level of sacrifice. It was totally different. And God was like, oh, oh, yeah, I I see your sacrifice and I'm going to reward your sacrifice because you didn't have nothing. You you had a penny. You you gave everything you had and to you put everything you had in my hands. You know, you didn't choose to hang on to what you had, you know, but these other people, they gave what was comfortable. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get this right here. This was was comfortable to get. You know, a lot of times we are those people just giving what's comfortable instead of giving what sometimes hurt. (laughs) A sacrifice hurt. Listen, listen, a sacrifice hurt like a true sacrifice hurt when I'm when I'm having to sit there and i just think of uh training like when i'm sitting there having to keep going i'm tired i'm i'm keep oh yeah we gotta i'm having to keep going having to push myself that's a sacrifice that's where you really see the benefits you really see the benefits you see the benefits during fight time because you chose to sacrifice when you choose to sacrifice during during your training that's when you see the benefits when it's showtime you know, that's when you see the benefits when it's time to do what you're supposed to do. If you choose not to do it, then you're going to see the negativity. You're going to see the problem. Dang, man, I should have ran. Right. I, I should have. I remember I was sparring, right? And I was just like, man, I am tired. Like, ah, dog. I, sh- I had to. The first, I, I remember the first few times when I was sparring, I was just like, yo, this is totally different. There's no way I can't run. There's no way I can't run and to be able to do these rounds. It's impossible. It like I would literally be falling over. Like I would literally be like uh, get beat up because I chose not to sacrifice. Because I chose not to. All right, let, let me get on this track. Let me run these miles. You know. So that that sacrifice sacrifice hurt. <laughs> sacrifice hurt. You said something. You said there is no way that I can't run. And I just I think about the scripture that says the race is given to the swift, neither to the strong, but to he who endures to the end. And when you don't sacrifice, you can't run. Your endurance is so trash. Facts. Every little thing that you come up against is going to beat the mess out of you. Mm-hmm beat the mess out of you to the point where it's in it's invoking emotional response and you're going to be overcome by these those emotions because you haven't taken the time to sacrifice what you need to sacrifice in order to stand up against your flesh when it's rising up mm-hmm. in order for your holy spirit to the holy spirit that's living on the inside of you to rise up as opposed to your flesh and what you and in appeasing it so there's no way that you there's no way that you can't sacrifice because if you don't sacrifice, you can't run. You're going to lose every single time. Just like he said earlier, like Brandon said earlier, man, like if you, 
if you a believer and you don't sacrifice and you're not fasting and praying are you a believer like uh, yeah like you at some point like without trying without being controversial at some point if you're not sacrificing are you truly a believer like because the holy the jesus even said that these kinds some of these kinds come out through fasting and praying sometimes some things you can't even get out of you or free yourself from without fasting and praying and everything ain't coming out easy there are things that are locked in with 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 who you are there are tendencies about you that you think are you that aren't even you that have come from things that have been attached to you from generations ago so those things are going to take more more effort more sacrifice in order to relieve yourself from but if you're not doing that are you presenting yourself as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto the lord because nine times out of ten if you're not sacrificing the answer is no facts because like it's everything is shaped around sacrifice like if we think about it there's jesus sacrificed his whole entire life for for us and we took that and now we're able to talk to god directly we're able to be at a certain place so now it's our job to sacrifice yeah we don't the thing is we ain't got to sacrifice our life the way he did but we have to sacrifice we have to we have to lead by example we have to follow that example and sacrifice in different areas so that we can reap all the benefits of our sacrifice right and and so everything is, is shaped around sacrifice even when you think about this when we have to tithe that's a sacrifice like if you it, that that get a lot of people a lot of people will not tithe they will not give their money to the church and you know why they say oh the church just want my money Church is one of my, but yet you blowing your money everywhere else. The church is not worried. You're not checking dog that want your money. Like you ain't. Right. You ain't oh yeah, duh, I'm I'm willing to uh, pay for this, but the church, no, what they need money for. The church wants your money, but you don't want even want your money because the word explicitly tells us what happens when you do not tie. It's the bags it, with the holes in it, bruh. So your money running out. Your money running just out. running out the bottom. You and just get money as fast as you get it, as fast it's, as it's, it's gone. gone. And it's not like, it's not like, and here's here's the revelation. It's not like the money itself is just going to disappear. It's about your fr- the way that you framed how you're going to use your money. Facts. Because when you tithe, first of all, that 10%, I can use that 10%. I ain't going to hold y'all up. That 10% be... Nice little chunk of change, bro. Nice little change. I can put that towards something. But when you don't have that, when you're given that 10% and you recognize that, you know, this is important. This is, I'm sowing into something. I'm sowing a seed and I'm constantly sowing seeds. And it teaches you how to value what you have remaining. It teaches you how to store up money. It teaches you how to be mindful of what you spend your money on, like not just going out and buying a $300 pair of shoes. Even though you might have the money to spend, the value on the shoe, understanding that the value on the shoes decreases the moment that you swipe your card to buy it, it's going to make you change the way that you see it. So the holes in the bags, come, it's, a, it's a state of mind. It's a, it's a way of thinking like, when you give your tithes the revelation of the value of the chain the dollars that you have it's it's there you understand what they're there for what they're meant to accomplish how they're meant to progress your life and so on and so forth so yeah and that, that's real you know because when we talk about money a lot of people that's one thing that pricks the hearts of people they'll be like no i ain't gonna Nah, I sacrifice. I might sacrifice my time, but you want to die? You want you want some money though? Not you just uh, steal a bar, right? I sacrifice my time, but you want to die? <laughs> <laughs> you want you want some money though? And that's where y'all draw the line. I can't give right. you no money, but uh, I can, right. I can, I can give you a little bit of time. 
you know, Man. but God's after your heart and wherever your heart is, that's where God wants to be. So Thanks. that's why he's telling you to sacrifice a lot of times. God don't need pastor say it all. God don't need our money, man. He got no. pastor say all the time. God do not need our money. We That's need crazy. God to have yes. our money. We it's not that he need our money. No, we need God to have our money. My, I mean, you, you just be like my boy. Why do he need something that he created? He created the trees that were broken down and shaped and chemically chemically treated to create this money what does he need the money for i'm just really confused even if it came down to building his church he still don't need your money he don't need your money and the, and the crazy part about it is if you won't give it there is somebody that might be sitting right next to you who will have the willingness of heart even if they don't even reside in your church they might be down the street out they might way. be a city away, but they have the finances that are necessary to progress the ministry that you sit in. All God wants you to do is grant it, give a seed and relinquish your control. Sacrifice your control because giving up control is a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. It's you, 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 you giving up a, a part of yourself that you've been so used to operating in. You're giving it up in order for God to to lead you and for God to guide you and for God to direct you. So real talk. We be tripping. Real talk. Like, yeah, you got to. I would say for y'all who are listening, figure out what God wants you to sacrifice. Like I said, like uh, that John said earlier, everybody's sacrifice may be different. You know what God may want me to sacrifice. May not be what God wants Dejan to sacrifice. You know, so figure out what God wants you to sacrifice and be obedient. Because he said obedient is better than sacrifice. So it's, all right, God said this. Now I'm being obedient to it. And now, okay, I'm choosing to sacrifice. You know, so it's like, God's like, all right, will you listen to me? Mm -hmm. After I tell you what you need to, to do, would you will you listen to me? Right. Because... Let's say that you just sacrifice something, but you're not. You're just like, for instance, Cain Abel. You just sacrificing anything, but God didn't tell you to sacrifice that. Just because he 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 wanted you to be obedient to the sacrifice, but you chose to. All right, God, hey, I'm giving you whatever today. It ain't what it is. I'm coming in the church and I'm, I. I got about five minutes. I'm gonna get you God, and then right. after that, cause some of y'all be in church. About five minutes to God for real, for real. What y'all mean there for? You know, like oh yeah. God, you know, I got about five for you. Then uh, I'm be out. Like not you mocking the weed here, boys. Who do you think you are to Bro, be like, what? hey, hey, God, look, only got ten minutes for you. That that's it. And then uh, I'm out. God probably be up there like Ninja. I just gave you 29 years. You only got 10 minutes. Said, do you know that I'm extending your day? Like I'm the one that's in control of how many more minutes you live. You talking about you got 10 more minutes? You might have 10 more minutes to live. Like that might be it. Seconds, big dog. Like Like, I might just you know, cause you you know I can't do that. You know. So it's like us just being obedient to what God say, you Thanks. know, and focusing on the long term. That's that's why you sacrifice for the longevity. We don't want to just just get something and then oh dang. Yeah. It's messed up now because hey. I chose not to sacrifice. Because hey, I chose not to do what I was supposed to do. Go ahead, bro. You got one something. story that just came to my mind is, is Saul, uh, King Saul. When God sent him to, I can't remember a specific uh, country, and he told him to destroy everything, burn up every single thing. And he decided that he wanted to bring back the oxen. Fact. And 
You know what he did with the oxen? He tried to say, oh, we're going to use this as a sacrifice to God. And Samuel like, nah, ninja, he told you to burn up everything. Everything. So when you said obedience is better than sacrifice, it made me think of that. Like, you think that you can compromise what God told you to do and then perform a sacrifice out of your half-heartedness and mm. it will still be acceptable to God. False. Facts. It's not true. Whenever God tells you to sacrifice, do it wholeheartedly. Don't try to make no little scapegoats for you to feel comfortable about what you're doing. Facts. Because if you sacrifice it, it's for you to feel uncomfortable. When you're uncomfortable, that's how you know when you can grow. Yeah. If you're comfortable, you ain't growing. You probably just sitting there and still getting fat. But when you're uncomfortable, that's where all the weights that have been on you start to fall off. So, yeah, because. As you think about it, sacrifice. Sacrifice is a thing that shows your motive. Like sac sacrifice literally, it's like it literally uncovers. Like, all right, let's take this blanket off. Yeah. Let's, let's look at this heart of yours. You <laughs> said you would let's see. You know? Oh. Yeah. You said it with your mouth, but with your heart. It was far from me, yeah. you know. So it's like sacrifice literally shows the motive, the motive of your heart. Yeah. Like it. So a lot of times, like I said, God, it's not even about the sacrifice. It's about the motive. God wants the heart, you know. So think about that when you think of uh, about the certain things that God tell you to sacrifice. Thanks. God wants your heart. It ain't about what you sacrificing. God wants your heart. He wants a part of you, you know, so if you sacrifice something and you have the wrong motive, God ain't blessing that. Mm -hmm. If you did that grudgingly, God ain't blessing that. <laughs> no, he ain't going to be like, all right, good job, big dog. Yeah, no. that need to be a song. <laughs> God ain't he blessing sees. that. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of songs flowing today. Man, uh, man. He sees your heart, you know, so he know what you really, what you really mean. You know, he know what you really talking about, what you really doing. Like, he, he can see it. And the scariest thing when people say, God knows my heart. Uh, okay. You should be scared now. <laughs> you okay. should be scared now. Okay. Like that, I'd be like, all right, nah. All right, nah. Man. But... He know your heart, but you don't know his word. But I'm gonna shut up after that. Yeah, it ain't in there. It ain't in there. It ain't in there. So just to leave off, um, just see what God wants you to sacrifice, um, and just know first of all, figure out the ultimate sacrifice, who Jesus Christ is. You know yeah. that is the sacrifice. Anytime you think about sacrifice, think about Jesus Christ. What he literally God gave, he so loved us that he gave his only begotten son mm -hmm. so that he literally sacrificed his son for us. So that shows how important we are. So for those people who don't know how important they are, think about Jesus. Jesus literally gave up. He he could have did. He could have easily been like, all right, all right. <laughs> I'll just play. I'm off this <laughs> <laughs> all right that's enough i'm about to raise these angels about to come tennis join up like but he chose to stay there and sacrifice because he seen yeah. the benefit like so man that's you know i got another story uh abraham abraham when it came to god told him to sacrifice his son isaac mm. he told him to sacrifice his son isaac and the reason why god God was trying to see if he was faithful. God was trying to test his faith. Yeah. You know, he was trying to see his motive, whether yeah. whether he was going to truly sacrifice, whether he was going to go to the point of, you know, doing it, you know, and he's seen right there. Oh, after it's funny because during your sacrifice, during you being obedient, God will send your blessing. God will let you know. Hey, it's over there. Provision. God will provide because yeah. you chose to be obedient after God told you to sacrifice. So yeah. 
Let us not think of it as if, oh, this is a punishment. No. God is trying to get you somewhere. God right. is trying to get your blessing to you. But if you stay here and get stuck on what you got to sacrifice, you will never reap the benefits of God. You will right. never reap the benefits because you stuck on what you have to sacrifice instead of stuck on where God's going to, what God's going to give to you. Stuck on you stupid. <laughs> So even in that, when Abraham chose to be obedient, yeah, and and choose to sacrifice even to the to the end, like, but the thing is, he knew God, like he's he knew God. He said, if if he if I gotta kill him, then God gonna bring him back. Like God will bring him back because he because his word, because his word, like he like no God God ain't even like that. Because he knew God. And the thing is, we have to know God for ourselves and know Mm -hmm. that God is a faithful God. God can't lie. Like, everybody else can lie. God can't lie. Like, he literally cannot lie. So, his word is true. His word is real. Like, it's no lies. Yeah. We not reading a word that has lies in it. Like, God, like, I don't lie. I have no need to lie. My word is my word. I'ma do what I said I'ma do. That's why God, God rarely speaks as far as audibly, as far as where he he's his word speaks, but I'm talking about as far as like certain things. God don't say too much because he's bound to his word. Like he'll be like, he's he's going to say his word. But he's not going to say too much after that as far as because he's bound by his word. So that's like, all right, for instance, when I was talking to you and I just told you, hey, bro, um, I, I just said anything. Now you're going to be like, all right, well, you said you was going to do it. So now I'm bound by my word. You know, so God, God speaks. But I'm saying that when God, you say his, when that voice, you hear that voice. God ain't just saying anything. God's saying exactly what his words say. God is is declaring exactly what's what. So a lot of times we'll be like, God, speak. Speak to I am speaking. Read my word. If I I say anything else, you know, then I'm bound by what I say. So God be like, all right, I'm going to say, you know, you know, read my word. Then that's that's what it is. You know, I'm not going to just say anything because I'm. Like I'm a true God. Like I'm I really do this. Like <laughs> my right. word is my right. word. You know, cause like some people just say anything. And that's a scary part that like you're not realizing that people hold on to your words. Thanks. Like so if you just choose to say anything and like people hold on to that. Oh bro, I remember when you had said this. And he be like, nah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say that. You know, that, wasn't, that wasn't me. Cause like real talk, I only heard God speak audibly once. And what he said was said to me was a reflection of his word. Like, but it was like where it came in correction. Like, um, I remember I woke up and he was like, basically, um, see that my will or your will. You choose, like, plain something. He said it's either my will or your will. That's all he said. But it's like, I was like, oh, shoot. He just said his word to me. You know, but it's like, all right, now it's it's up to you. You know, I, I didn't took it. I didn't let you know. You heard me. Like, <laughs> I didn't let you know. Plain and simple. Right. You know, and it's like when God has to, I feel like when God has to go to the degree of this is like literally correction as far as that then god is being he being serious he letting you know hey listen here this is what it is you know get it right right now right now but um that has been an episode of the heart and hope medicine podcast um it's sanity we're gonna skip josh allen come on man don't cool but we not. I ain't really, we ain't really gonna be on football for real. But uh, <laughs> we 
we just thank y'all for listening. We thank y'all for uh, being a part of the hope, the heart and hope medicines podcast, just helping us to push this forward. We do this all for God and really listen to us. Facts. It's a sacrifice. So we wouldn't be on here doing it unless we seen the benefit of what we doing. You know, my homie got got boxing practice after this, bro. Facts. So, yeah. So we just thank y'all for uh, tapping in. We ask y'all to like, share, comment. Please comment. Give us feedback. Subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe to the Apple Podcast. Subscribe to Spotify so you can get them joints directly when they drop. You're going to be dropping every other Friday. So please tap in. So we just thank y'all. And we are out of here. All right.